hello, everybody. Welcome to the Lover Podcast. I'm your host, Miss Kevin Stage, and I'm joined by my husband and co-host, the Kevin Stage. And we are a podcast where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of happiness. Sometimes we share some of the issues that we have in our lives, and sometimes we're talking about our dreams, our hopes, our ambitions. Sometimes we're not talking about current events, although, but anyways, and then sometimes we take questions from the audience and we are live right now today with our Patreon audience and they sent us some questions this morning that we will answer and then we'll also be taking questions live as well. Um, you can join the Patreon by going to the link in the bio. Is that true, Greg? The Patreon link is in the bio? Sure. Yeah. yeah we yeah, can yeah. put it there. Um, Hold on, I want to say something before you start. I be trying to give <laughs> Lisa topics, <laughs> right, to help her. And I sent her this clip of Nikki Giovanni and James Baldwin. Mm-hmm. Remember this? Mm-hmm. Okay. And the clip is her telling James Baldwin why you should lie to someone you love, right, as a topic of conversation for the love hour. Lisa's response was just, uh. But why did I say, uh, because I was like, girl, this don't make no sense. It was like rooted in toxic. It was rooted in. It was toxic. She was basically saying. You want me to play it real quick? Yeah, you can play it. I'll be trying to help Lisa get topics. You might have to send it to Greg. Is it going to play good? I'm going to put it in here. I can send it to Greg, too. It's long though. Okay. If I love you, I can't lie to you. Of course you can lie to me. And you will. If you love me and you're going off with Maddie someplace, you're lying to me. Because what the hell do I care about the truth? I care if you're there. But Billy Holiday say, hush now, don't explain. All right, I accept that. Of course. Of All course right, you lie to me. That. And I don't even want to care. What, what does the truth matter? And why are you going to be truthful with me when you lie to everybody else? You lied when you smiled at that cracker down the job, right? Lie to me, smile. Treat me the same way you would treat him. I can't treat you. You must. You must. Because I've caught the I've caught the frowns and the anger. He's happy with you. Of course he doesn't know you're unhappy. You grin at him all day long. You come on when I catch hell because I love you. I get least of you. I get I get the very minimum. That was true. I'm saying you know, fake it with me. Is that too much of the black woman to ask of the black man? So the part, uh, so part of this, what's so interesting is as I'm listening to it again, I'm rec- I'm remembering all of the emotions that I had in that moment, which is probably why the only thing I could muster was like, uh, because part of what she's saying, I think I agree with. And then the other part of me is like, but no, I really want, I want you to be like honest and be able to feel comfortable and being transparent with me. Mm-hmm. But the idea of you Go, should we explain the clip for those who maybe didn't hear it? Or you wanted, uh, did you guys hear it well? I think they probably heard it well because okay. it was going through the mic. Okay. Um, the idea of even me, and I actually used to say this, that I give the best of me, the best hours of the day mm-hmm. are given to work. Yeah, I remember you used to say that. I literally. Used to come home exhausted. Yes. A little angry sometimes. Not every day, but like if you had a bad day at work. Irritated. Irritated, traffic, cooking dinner for the Absolutely. boys, homework. And you're just like, my most fresh like time when I'm woke, you know, awake and refreshed and ready 
It's spent at work. Yes, and, and that used to buy. And your 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 family, the people you actually love and care about, are the people that get like the leftovers, the leftover yeah. energy. And it used to make me feel bad, and I used to hate that. So in some regards, I absolutely understand what she's saying. In that, you fake it with them. Come home. Don't be for real tired with me. Like also. Fake it with me. Bring home the smile. Bring home the energy. Bring home the gunk ness Like, bring that energy home with me. Mm-hmm. That I agree with. That's interesting because when I be trying to be awake and I be real tired, you be like, go to sleep. So that's the other half of it okay. is that I also... I don't want you to lie to me either. Like, I also really want you to feel like you can be yourself. Um, It's finding the balance. And I think this is the part where I'm like, I get what she's saying, but also no. It's finding the balance that sometimes in relationships, you have to be um, selfless. So sometimes it really is about saying, I am tired and I really do want to go to sleep, but I want to show up for you. So I'm going to That's what I be it. trying to do. Okay. And then you don't allow me and then you guilt trip me the whole time. And then I'd be like, fine, then I'll just go to sleep. Because when I'm really just trying to show up for you. So I didn't have the words. I just gave you the, the words. Word. No, really. I'd be like, because I feel like you do stuff for me all the time. So if, you know, and, and sometimes in marriage, it's, it's, yes, I'm tired. Yes. But I know for you, it's it's very easy for me to hop in the shower, get in the bed mm-hmm. and knock out. Mm-hmm. You need uh, like a cool down period. Right. You know, especially if you had a long day. You want to yeah. hop in the shower, but you don't easily fall asleep or you don't necessarily want to fall asleep. Right. So if you're going to watch an episode episode or two of Girlfriends, I I I don't mind pushing another 30 minutes out of my day or an, or an hour to watch that show with you. Uh, because I know you might not show for me in the exact same way, sure. like staying up to watch a show, but you show up for me in so many other ways, mm-hmm. and I want to I want to reciprocate that. Yeah. But it, when you care for me more than yourself, you don't take that as that. You take that as, but you're really tired, so just be tired and go to sleep. You don't have to do this for me, and I get that. I know I'm tired. Yeah. And I be want to do what you do to me. I know how I feel. Don't tell me how I feel. I know what I'm doing there. <laughs> if you want to watch Girlfriends, I'm going to watch Girlfriends. But then when you say that all the time, I just be like, fine. Then. Like you was trying to stay up and watch Jingle Jangle. And it's I was like, movie. I want to watch Jingle it. Jangle. But you was like, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. I don't need you to say it. I don't need you to say it. And then my sleep be like, oh, bro, she done told us. You are tired. And then you go right to sleep. And I'd be like this because I know because that I've you're given up. right. Because I know that you have you start much earlier in the morning than I do. You have more podcast, whatever the day is. And we're just using yeah, very yeah, specifically yeah. last night an example. Um, so I'm like, I don't want you to be exhausted and then feel regretful. I won't say resentful, but regretful that you did stay up so late. So I'm, I would rather you go to sleep. But and here's so, the thing. Okay, but listen. No, I'm talking. I want to talk in the middle of your talk. Go. Here's the difference. This is, hold on. No, no. no I'm I'll put again. my hand on the top and no. I win. This is my favorite part about this. You guys can't see Joshua. This is why we do need a Joshua can. Joshua, anytime he feels something goes down, he's in his phone. He's doing whatever. He's checking the time. Soon as something goes down, this is Joshua. Now, y'all are right over there. <laughs> Voices. I know. <laughs> I just need to understand. Y'all are right over there. What's going on? Okay. So go. here's the difference. Tell if I difference. am tired the next day, I will not blame. I will not say right. I stayed up for Melissa. Mm-hmm. I'll say, man, I'm really tired. But those moments are enjoyable, especially if it's like 
I don't cook often, so I don't get this feeling, but sometimes I do. When you cook for your family uh-huh. and you've like really, you know, went into something you mm-hmm. want to be good and they're like, man, this is really good. Thank you. Right. Like, or they don't even say thank you. Yeah. They just like really enjoy the food. You might not say thank you, Kevin, for staying up and watching the show. You know, you're tired, but I know that it, you, you like that connection. You right, like right, that right. shared experience. You like doing something together. Um, so that's the, the part that it is worth it for me to do, even if I'm a little bit more tired. The next day, I can take a nap. I can do something, whatever. But I'd be trying to show up for you. But you do not allow me to do that without guilting me even more. Guilty? What you say, Joshua? Guilty? <laughs> Joshua be having thoughts, but his eyes just say it. But his his mouth doesn't. It does. Um, it is the uh selfish part. Wait. I worded that wrong, but I'm going to continue it and then fix it. It is the part of me that doesn't want to be selfish with your time, knowing what your day may look like the following day. That makes me not want you to like, I'll be okay. You should go to sleep. But do you allow me the same agency that you want of your feelings and your life to do? Not in these very specific (laughs) moments. I love when you just admit the truth. Like, no, no, this is true. No, no, no. This is true that I'm recognizing that I, someone said, let him bless you, Kev, or Melissa, let Kev bless you. The point is that taking that time that appears. Oh, now you want to be selfish. Yes. Or oh, when I want to stay up with you, That's you got to problem. Just but say. when I drink your drink, oh, when now you want to be selfish. Very, very, very acutely and pacifically in these circumstances it is very difficult for it feels um more selfish to want that time of yours knowing number one you be falling asleep even if you get eight hours of sleep okay then I'd if be you tired. gotta exactly to be a creative then, genius all day long if you have to drive i'd be like this man is gonna fall asleep on the road like it's just a lot Vinny could take me hello so it's just that that makes me I don't know. I it feels it feels selfish in a way that doesn't even feel good. That so, so I'm what like selfishness feels good. Wanting to drink all of my drink. You know what Melissa never has a problem with? Wanting to drink all of my no, drink. No, this was she we was riding in the car. Melissa be on her phone four hours in a row. On the fourth hour in the first minute, she decides, ah, I can't keep looking at my phone, I'm getting car sick. So what she does is reach over and do this on my phone. What you doing? What are you looking He's at? He's talking about when we were in the car on, on the, the way uh, back from Napa. What are you looking at this for? Look at me. For those of you who are listening, what I do is Kevin will have his phone and I don't I'll and take have been my doing hand. the same thing she has been doing. I will take my hand and cover up his screen or knock it out of his hand or play in his ear. Or whatever I have to do to gather your attention. You can play the balls and gather my attention if you want it. But I just want to be. Ta- I just want your attention not to be on your phone. I want your attention. Yeah. I want it. But then when you get tired of it, you be like, okay, I'm back on my phone now. Because you don't do what I want you to do. So then I give up. That's why I'm saying in these scenarios, you don't mind being like, selfishly, I want your time right now. I don't care what you're doing. This is now my time. Are you talking but on later, the phone? On the phone. Yeah, when you yeah, do yeah. That? And you be dead serious but playing. Later on that night, the same night, when I'm trying to give you my attention, you're like, I don't want it. 
because you're tired now because you're you you are taking um you are taking similar events but you're isolating them from circumstances okay so what that means is at three o'clock in the afternoon you're awake yes give me all of your attention i need it at 11 o'clock at night that time difference makes the difference but the sentiment is the same but it's the, the time <laughs> The context does matter. Though. The context matters. And that's where I, I feel, you know, I just feel bad about that. I want you to feel bad about the stuff that I want you to feel bad about. Um, and I'm not saying that I'm necessarily correct. I'm just allowing, I'm just giving you the rationale behind my decision making. Got it. You see, someone said can't be tired. I do. Everybody be tired. You be tired. Some days you booty schools when you're tired and I don't feel bad about she it. She said, I love you, Liz, but you give it mixed signals. Listen, I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you. <laughs> That's the thing about Melissa. She knows she'd be wrong. She'd be like, and? No, I don't always be and. I just, I, I, I am not trying to excuse it as much as I really am trying to provide the rationale. No, yeah. But I also fully accept, which is why I provide the rationale. I fully accept that. On the outside looking in, you may be like, these are mixed signals. I don't understand what you're saying. And what I what I just explained is that you're taking what you're saying is you're doing a here. It should equal a over here. And what I'm saying, you're looking at things as a vacuum in a vacuum. Just like look at this very you were talking yeah. about time. And I'm saying um, you have to look at things at a much wider lens. And all of that impacts decision making. So it's beyond just like. You know, I want your time. Of course, I want your time, but I may not want your time in the same capacity at three o'clock in the afternoon as I do at eleven o'clock at night. When I recognize you go to bed at nine o'clock, when I recognize the next morning you're going to wake up at five o'clock, when I recognize the next morning you have five different shoots and you're going to be out till seven o'clock in the evening, that is a different type of impact on I, I, my decision. I understand making. all that. I do, <laughs> but my thing is, you do all the same thing. No, I agree. <laughs> she said you are a lovely mess <laughs> here's the thing though somebody said uh somebody said how do y'all how does he know when is which you don't always and that's human nature tell right? what do you mean like for i i don't know when you'll be like one of the biggest mistakes uh, not mistakes but biggest things i misunderstood is thinking that one thing is one thing is one thing every time, all time. Right. And that's just not how life is. Right. I might have liked Chick-fil-A on Tuesday last week. This Tuesday, I might not want it. It might right. sound like the grossest thing in the world to me, even with with uh, conversation or sex. You know, this, you know, one, two, three might have led to the great sexual experience. And then you come right back to that two weeks later, and it might not be the same thing. You're like... What I, I I did everything the same, right? But you know the circumstances might not be the same. There's a lot of other factors, mm -hmm. and that's how it is in life and in marriage. There's always a different uh, factor that comes in, and you can do the exact same thing the same time, and it might not work. Right, and that's true for marriage and life. Like it's not a, it's not an actual, uh, not an actual. It's not an exact science. Right, right. Human right. beings are not. We're not machines. You pull a gun trigger for them even with gun you know sometimes the gun jams or whatever mm -hmm. but the point is um a lot of times in marriage you can do the exact same thing the same way and not get the same result right you know and it's not and the, 
And, you know, shoot, I ain't got the answer. No, I think that's true. I, uh, someone said, um, her name is Priscilla, said there's no formula. And there's I actually, no formula. there's no formula. And I think for me, one thing that I have learned, and maybe I lean into it, I would even say maybe more than I should, be, but I, I also fully accept that as humans, we are more dynamic than we are static. Mm-hmm. And so a like lot that. of times we go through life and we do want things to be formulaic. We want yes. things to be very black and very white. Yes. When at the end of the day, we're not. Uh, there are some things that this is an absolute for me and that's the end. But for the most part, I'm very dynamic. And yeah. so... Um, so again, whoever said I'm giving out mixed signals, the reason why I lean into it and I don't necessarily see it as a bad thing um, and not because it doesn't always mean it's not a bad thing. Sometimes it is. Um, but I allow myself to just be and, you know, I I just recognize that that's who I am. I, I recognize that doing something at three o'clock is different than doing it at 11. I recognize that doing something on Tuesday is different than looking, doing it on Wednesday because the way that I feel on Tuesday may be different than Wednesday. The circumstances on Tuesday may be different than the circumstances on Wednesday. Does that suck? Yes. You know what's interesting about that? Life is like that in a lot of ways. Yes. Like I used to lift weights more often than I do now. Mm-hmm. And some days, I mean, I'm talking about I would feel super strong, mm-hmm. not done nothing especially different. I could put 220 up three times right. or whatever, which is a lot for me. Mm-hmm. Come in the gym the next week, n- no change. And I can't get 185 up. Right. And there's just, I, you know, Greg used to be in there like, bro, I, I ain't even got it today. And then Greg feel like, remember one time Greg was like, well, bro, I might get 300 today. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or like whatever. But that my point of all that is that happens a lot in life. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just like, other things have to align for it to, to work out the same. And maybe that's some of the joy in the spontaneity of each moment. It is. And sometimes it sucks, though, too. Let's take a quick break and hear from some of our sponsors. Please make sure that you support our Love Hour sponsors. All right. We want to take a break really quickly to tell you about Paint Your Life. They're one of the podcast sponsors. Paint Your Life is great because you can take your photos that are on your social media where they'll stay. You always have to pull out your pictures mm-hmm. or pull out your phone. Scroll through your camera Scroll phone. Scroll through your camera roll. Through all the other memes and gifs and yes. all that to show somebody a picture of your baby. We just had a niece. We did just have a niece. And you can take those moments and memorialize them as beautiful pieces of hand-painted art inside of your home. Home. Matter of fact, we just, that's her Christmas gift. That is her Christmas her gift. Her baby picture, we just take it on her Instagram, send it over to Paint Your Life, have it hand painted by one of their professionals, and now you have a keepsake that's not on the ground to be double tapped. Yeah. To be admired in real life. She put it in her room. And it's so easy to do. You simply take the photo, you upload it, you tell them the theme, you're going to pick an artist, you're going to do um, all of those steps, and then they will send you a hand-painted photo. Again, that's a beautiful piece of art that you can hang up or post or whatever inside of your home. It's the perfect Christmas gift gift for new moms, for your grandparents, especially in a time where we're not going to be able to spend the holidays with our family. It's a great way to give them a piece of you for the holidays. Um, at paintyourlife.com, there is no risk. If you don't love the final painting, your money is refunded. Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. And right now, as a limited time offer, you will get 20% off your painting. That's right, 20% and free shipping. This is the perfect time right before Thanksgiving to get all of your Christmas gifts ready 
and we're going to give you a discount code of 20% plus free shipping. To get this offer, you are simply going to text the word OUR. OUR. That's H-O-U-R to 64,000. 64,000. OUR. H-O-U-R to 64,000. Paint your life. Celebrate, Celebrate the, the moments, moments that, that matter, matter most. Most. One last time. That's OUR, hour. to 64,000. All right. So welcome back to the show. Thank you to our sponsors. Uh, what was your last thought? That I recognize that it sucks. And I also recognize that some of this has to be um, a bit more stable. You know what I mean? It's not always fair to just be like, I, and I don't say this at all. I am who I am. That's not fair. Either. No, no, no. Yeah. And I, I really, I've never said that actually. No, 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 yeah. um, but I also recognize that. I'm a more dynamic person than I am a static person. That is at, that is a hundred percent just naturally who I am. And I actually think again, going back to the point earlier, most people are that way. And the say you can wake up at the same time, eat the same breakfast, say your prayers the same, do your you know affirmations, and still not necessarily have the best day. Yes. Um, what I have to work on is um stabilizing that getting out of my own head getting out of my own way where i recognize i'm not a victim to my feelings yep. i have more control over them i do agree with that but listen as a human being and as an uh, as a person who is um more authentic to what i am feeling i also recognize them that i don't want to talk everybody's on my nerves i just need to be in the house today and that ain't always right either so funny that but it is absolutely who i <laughs> it am is so true it's so funny. I remember one time, uh, dang it, I lost it because I was laughing at what you said. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Oh, yeah. So I remember one time, a couple months ago, a couple weeks ago, we were talking how you were like, some days I just have an attitude, 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 mm -hmm. attitude. When you're talking about that song, mm -hmm. and you just want to be left alone. Mm -hmm. So you had an attitude this one day, and I was like, oh, you want to be left alone. And then this was an ins this was an ins this is a situation where you had an attitude, but you actually wanted to, there was a conversation that was needed. And I was using data from three weeks ago mm -hmm. and like applying it to this situation, but it wasn't a one-to-one -one mm -hmm. thing. So I guess the answer is you have to always be reading your partner yeah, and yourself. It's I was going to say, it really is, uh, for me, it is always about, um, and we actually kind of talked about this this weekend. It's always about, showing up as the best version of myself. So re if I recognize all of those things, what are the strategies that I can do that where maybe you doing what you did last week and it worked and I'm like, this isn't the right day to be doing that. I have just, you should leave me alone. Okay. I can't always act, respond that way to you. I can't always go to you with that type of energy. So what can I do to force myself to show up better? And you've done that as well. Right. There was a day last week or two weeks ago you talk, I think you talked about the Melissa's Triggered video uh -huh. uh, where you did that work on yourself. I think the goal is to not stay in that. Right. And just what you haven't done and you never do, and I'm grateful for this, you never just be like, well, this is the way I am and screw yeah, you. Yeah, that's not fair. Like that just, well, that would lead to resentment. Yeah, and that's like, not Like, girl, I'm fair. not going to figure it out. You don't know who, what you want and you ain't helping me and now I'm just checked out. Like by the grace of God, the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit that rest rules and abides both now and forever. You don't act like that. You know what I mean? Right. Because I would be I was like, laughing right. at Greg. Yeah, I'd be like, girl, shut up then. <laughs> and I'm going to my room and I got my Peloton on the way. Right. I'm going to be watching The Office. Don't at me. It's so funny, man. Melissa, one time, this is way earlier this year. She needed some space. <laughs> we were just talking about this. 
So then me and the boys weren't even like the boys don't get they give us space every day all day. But the, Jay was in his room, door closed. Joe's in his room, door closed. Melissa in her room, door closed. I'm in my office, door closed. Melissa's in our room. I mean, Melissa just came in and opened all the doors. Y'all stop being in these doors <laughs> in these rooms with the door closed. And don't nobody talk to each other. And then she just walked away. <laughs> my when people say. Do you desire closeness or do you need your space? My my answer is always yes. <laughs> it's space when I want it. It's closest when I want it. I I I I have to. I, speaking I, of I, which, I, I, I officially uh, was matched to a talk space. Oh, were you? Uh, that you like? We gonna find out. I did text her today, like, girl, I'm ready to talk. And then it was like, I'll be with you by five o'clock. And I was like, and this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, nah, I don't want why. no therapy. And I don't want no Theraflu either. Okay, because today I was like, ma'am, so first time impressions. This isn't good. Okay, I just, everyone, this isn't a good first impression. I needed you to acknowledge. <laughs> hey, girl. I'm so excited you started this journey with me. I'm booked today, but I'll be with you by the close of business. It literally, let me pull it up. This girl said, and I was like, is this an automated response? <laughs> is this, is this automated? And that's why I ain't getting no therapy. It said. And it's y'all fault. Oh, it, it was automated. Lisa is her name, has been notified. Expect a reply by 5 p.m. Oh, so now robot talking to me? Fine. My feelings is gone. I was like, first of all, ma'am. <laughs> I need you to do an emoji wave. I need you to. You really just did that with your neck. I'm going to need something more than this. <laughs> but we'll see. I mean, we'll see you guys. Yeah, I'm um, need you to, to follow up. Uh, I did. That's what no, I'm no, saying. No, keep, keep at it. Shut up. <laughs> um, Stick with it, kid. So anyway, that's all of that. That was quite a bit. People keep asking us, are we going to go to the question? So did you want to add anything on? How did you feel about it? Why did you send it to me? Send what to you? Uh, the video. I just want to help you. I but did you have a feeling about it beyond just I want to yeah, give I you a topic? I want to be lied to. <laughs> I absolutely want to be lied to. What does that mean to you? I want you to lie to me in, for my feelings, for myself. I want you to lie and say, hey, man, hey, big daddy, come on, get this butt. Even if you don't feel like this, I want you, if you cheated on me one time and you was just really feeling me Oh, my me gosh, time, I listened to the um, Esther Perel episode about that today. It was not good. If you cheated on me one time, you really just had a rough day and you got peened down and you, for, you promised you're never going to do it again, don't tell me that. Because, I, bruh, I, would, I could much rather live with a, that constant lie one time than you got taken down. And I got to work through all that. I'm going to be holding it against you for years. I'm going to be trying to get you back. I would rather be lied to if it was just, you promised to be a good girl. Lie to me. I don't think that was the point of what she was saying, just, though. No, that's what, that was for her. How I'm did telling you, you lie, to, lie to me for my ego, for my sanity. Lie to me, Kevin. Listen. Not lie to me all the time. Pick your spots. But sometimes you're like, man. Someone said I feel that, Kev. <laughs> listen, if it's just, you know what I mean? Like, one thing I'm working on, you have done this very well throughout our marriage, and I haven't had to do it. You didn't require it of me, and now it is required. Mm -hmm. And this isn't lying. This is 
anticipating feelings, how you're going to respond. Do I have to say something every time? All that stuff. If in your travels within my ego and my personality, uh-huh. if a lie was like, this is what he really needs right now, I'm going to give him to him. Because the truth I couldn't take, I would rather do that. I'm such a rule obeyer and rule follower that I can't even. We were in Napa. And we went to a restaurant. And I actually don't even know what the lady was trying to give us. Okay, so here's I what it was. I was that clueless. Here's what it was. They want you to be able to buy drinks and take them in the car. But by law, they cannot say that. Okay. So the lady was, we know, Josh was like, mimosas. Angel's like, let's get a thing. Lisa reading the sign. By California law, it says you cannot take <laughs> alcoholic beverages, whether opened or closed, in your vehicle. Are you saying we can? We're like, girl. The, the, the lady just tried to slide it to you with the top on. What do you think she's doing? You know you're not supposed to be able to sell me a person two alcoholic beverages at one time. I must finish one completely or 70% and then turn it in. You have given me two alcohols. This is not available for the human beings. We're like, girl, will you just hush? She is trying to let us pregame in the Sprinter. We're not driving. Uh, is this cool and okay or against the law? Please tell me now. I will locate the authorities on my own self. <laughs> I said, Angel, who is also a rule follower, was like, oh, you a rule, rule follower. <laughs> and Melissa, the funny thing is, it does, it never even clicks no, they, when I, people are trying to it crim- be criminal. And you and Joshua didn't even let me get it out. No. <laughs> to the van hush go up the stairs and hush you guys are we at at?" i said wait y'all knew what i was gonna say because i saw you reading it hush 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 just hush you don't never know when people is trying to hook you up listen i'll be out here not i don't speak hook up I do not speak hookup. So if the rules say to color in between the lines, I am just, mm, let me just make sure I don't go outside. So funny. I'd be the, you two, in every way of my life, I'd be like, let me, you going to have to tell me, <laughs> catch me. You two, before it became completely okay to use people's content, I was like, we'll just see. Listen. And let's be like, you know, somebody always going to find you, but somebody ain't always going to find me. Uh, Doggone no. Kennedy's dad got rich bootlegging and then put his sons in politics. You would have never let us get rich bootlegging. No, I let's know. Let's answer these people's questions. All right, let's answer the questions. Question, <laughs> are you still doing the dating show? Yes, yes, I am still doing the dating show. I have a meeting scheduled with the casting dire- a casting director on Friday. Uh, the follow-up question, my I keep switching. The follow-up question is, will Joshua be on? Actually, it says, will Joshy. I don't say Joshy, so... I fixed it. Will Joshua be on the show? No. Yes, and that's his business. Josh, y'all not finna be all of this man's love life. You would have to do, I wouldn't put Joshua on this show simply because of the way that we're going to structure it. I would have to do, Joshua would have to be okay with doing a dating show centered solely around Joshua. Josh is not finna do that. No, he's not going to. He's too private. Y'all ain't finna be trying to ride his little Mexican peen. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's, my videos are always demonetized. Demonetized. All right, next question from Tylesha Marie. Let me guys, let me know if you guys mind your names being told. Um, Tylesha Marie says, "What advice do you have for people trying to start their business up here?" Oh, I was like, "Girl." Um, my advice for people trying to start their business is to what's your advice? Booker T. Washington. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. No, that's oh. Horatio Alger. Cast down your buckets where you are. Here's my advice for people. Oh. I think a lot of times people think in order to start my business, I have to be able to quit the business I have. Yeah, I and like until start I do where you that. Are. Don't do that. I think there's a lot of different ways to start your business small. I did stand-up comedy, I, I, you know, kind of moonlight. I did shows on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I worked a full-time job. Uh, Greg's always ran a lot of businesses. He worked his regular job. He parked cars on the side. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Josh worked his regular job. And on the weekends, he shot other people's stuff and built up his portfolio. I think uh, still got fired, but unrelated to that part. But do your, you know, like uh, Danny was talking about before she had a YouTube channel, she sold plates. Mm -hmm. uh, then they start catering. Then you might become a personal chef or, or, or a chef blogger. Um, there's a small way. In, in, if you want to start a clothing line, start with one set of shirts that you sell on a spread shirt. Mm -hmm. You might not have to, you know, do a full on fashion line uh, and build it piece by piece and use your job as a as a piece builder. Uh, or I'm sorry, not as a piece builder, as a, um, is your first investor and start there and don't let people shame you for building it little by little. Right. Um, because sometimes the biggest mistake you can make is quitting your job. And now the money that could have went back into the business is going to pay you bills and your business fails because you didn't give it a chance to grow into profitability, profitability. Before we go into our next question, let's take a quick break. All right, guys, you know, free stuff is amazing, but free stuff to spice up your sex life is even better. And that's why we want to tell you about Adam and Eve, the place where you can help get your rocks off for you, your spouse, yourself, to get your, off? your rocks off, your rocks off. Yeah. You know, the Bible says come as you are. Adam and Eve going to help you get there. All right. So right now you can select any one item for 50 percent off. And then Adam and Eve loads on the free stuff. Enter the offer code love hour love hour at checkout and get 10 tantalizing free gifts. Listen, me and Melissa have been married 16 years. Correct. Been together almost 20. Correct. Sometimes you need you. I need some milk. You need some a else. little tingle, a tangle, a, a little, little something on my dangle. Uh, you know what I'm saying? A little jingle jangle. A little jingle jangle on my dangle. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Santa Claus ain't the only thing coming. I've got all these puns for my peen. hey oh, A sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And six free spicy extra gifts. And that includes free shipping. So right now, use our code LOVEHOUR. That's Love Hour. That's L-O-V-E-H-O-U-R. Offer code love hour. Love hour. And check out at adamandeve.com. Enjoy more sex and sex differently. <laughs> we also want to tell you about Native. The holiday seasons are right around the corner, and we're all getting into the spirit of the holidays. And Native, of course, wants to be there right with you by creating scents that remind you of the season. Oh, yeah. What is so great about Native is that when you're using it during the holiday season, it will help you continue to be in the holiday mode 
by feeling like the holidays they have mm -hmm. and i love listen i love any and everything that reminds me of the holidays we just made sangria and we added like spices in it that made me feel all holiday and we made eggnog too yes and so they have candy cane scent they have sugar cookie scent they have vanilla and chai Anything vanilla and chai just feels like a nice warm hug. They have minis. They have the full sizes. They have samples. They have gift sets. So they have everything you need to get in the holiday spirit and to be smelling good, feeling fresh. And they do all of this with really great ingredients and things that do not contain aluminum, parabens, sulfates, or talc. Their candy cane gift set also makes a really great gift option and all native products are great stuffing stuffers for anyone on your list. And they're striped, they're red and white striped, so they look it's pretty really as well. It's really festive. Really festive. And I'm all about the aesthetic, okay? Give the gift of native by going to nativedeo dot com slash love hour love hour or use promo code love hour at checkout and get 20 percent off your first order make sure you order before december 7th to get your products in time for christmas so we're giving you guys a lot of lead time a lot of bandwidth a lot okay. of runway remember that's huh? native deo.com slash love hour and you will get 20 percent off and the gift of peace of mind because you'll know you'll be using products and that includes ingredients that you've heard of like coconut oil shea butter and it's vegan and it's never tested on animals let's not forget about their newsletter which is also a great stocking stuffer Stuff your stockings with great sweet treats this holiday season. Products offerings available from November 6th, that means right now, through January 4th. A limited time offer. All right, and welcome back. Our next question is what, Liz? Um, Lady Tina G, are you and Kev confident that success will never change you as you become more celebrity, specifically spiritually? I, I will start. I think that um, my walk with Christ, because I don't want to do the like spiritual thing, is has changed and it has nothing to do with like having mm -hmm. a big platform. I think it has everything. It has more to do with, which is interesting because it's hard to kind of de- segregate the two because it kind of does correlate in the mm -hmm. sense that what I'm about to say is it does line up with moving to LA and the trajectory yeah. of where I am today. But if I could desegregate the two, it has more to do with leaving Washington. And actually it started before that. Mm -hmm. I would say this journey and the way that I view my relationship with Christ and the revelations that I feel today actually started with my parents' divorce. Yeah, we were playing um, strangers. We're not really strangers, yep. whatever that game is. And yep. we were asking each other questions that no one wants to do. And I always want to do. And yeah. one of the questions was, you hurt me, but thank you for. And one of the things that um, I talk about, you're right, yeah. is that my parents divorce was obviously something that was like, you know, a pretty traumatic thing for me. And part of the reason why, and that's not me like owning, but when you... I recognize that my the way that I viewed the world and the bubble that I had myself in was anchored in the success of my parents' marriage. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I've never explained it that way, but that was a really good yeah. context. Yeah. So if this world, this fairy tale world that I'm in is anchored by this and that then 
comes apart or this anchor is no longer as strong as I once thought it was, that world comes crumbling down. Mm -hmm. That was my first wake up call. And I would say that was the start of recognizing that ultimately people are just people. And putting my mama, putting my daddy, putting a pastor, putting a superintendent, a bishop, a gospel artist, or whatever, on a pedestal such that you are blameless, such that you are without fault, such that uh, you should be the example and I should put you on a higher standard because of this title that you hold is faulty thinking in and of itself because at the root of who you are is exactly who I am, a human being saved by his grace. Yeah. And so if we're all playing from that same starter material, a title doesn't make you different. We're just ordinary people. So I Sean Wilkerson said that. Huh? Deshaun Wilkerson said that. Oh, yeah, definitely. We're all just ordinary people. And so that revelation had me, it just made me look at the world very differently. It had me look at my relationship with God differently. And me look at some of the things we teach our children and some of the things that I was taught very differently. And I wouldn't say that that journey or that walk has ended. I would say that it's continual. And, um, you know, it's sometimes it's very scary because it's a live journey that I am on with a public platform. Mm -hmm. And so I was listening to a podcast just the other day and the guy was saying that if you don't contradict yourself, if you, if you never got to a point where you've contradicted your old self, you're not growing. Yeah. And so that's what kind of freaks me out actually is probably things that I've said five, six, seven years ago. I disagree with now. And the thought of being in this place and disagreeing with this person five or six years from now scares me as well. But I think that's part of growth and evolution. That's fine. That was a great answer. Okay. That was really good. I feel like uh, I feel the same way. I feel like the combination of leaders, uh, not parents, but your parents, not my parents, but your parents and, uh, artists gospel artists and what i thought they were and what they came to be kind of actually helped ground me a little bit Mm -hmm. because i was like bro we all i mean you know the bible says all have uh, all have fallen short of the glory of god Uh all have sinned sinned and fallen short this is not right yeah all have sinned and fall short of the glory of god i know we use the cliche of you know i'm not religious but i got a personal relationship with god i'm not saying that part but i feel like i didn't grow much as a Christian until I, until I was allowed to question things. Mm-hmm. And this is before we left here. Really kind of me, my deeper relationship with God on my own started when I was a youth pastor and I didn't want to regurgitate what I was told. And I wanted to study to show myself approved. And I really started understanding the Bible for context in religious customs and who was writing, who were they writing to, what were the time periods, and then trying to make sense of that now. Uh, but a lot of times what I follow is like Jesus was known more for his love. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times we as Christians fall into the legal legalistic part of the religion and not the love part. Mm-hmm. And Jesus mm-hmm. came to do what was good, not what was right. Because with the woman, um, mm-hmm. the woman at the well mm-hmm. or the woman uh, who had adultery, adultery. Mm-hmm. the thing that was right was the stoner. Right. That was the law. But Jesus came to do what was good right. and he spared her. And, you know, the most important commandment is to love thy neighbor as thyself. So I feel like that's, I've been trying to do the, like, Christian in the Latin, amen. I-A-N means to be like. Uh-huh, this is. is literally. Yeah, it is. Like, I took Latin. 
uh, to be like Christ. So um, that's what I strive to be. But that to be like Christ doesn't always line up with to be like church people. Ooh. Ooh. Amen. A lot of times to be like Christ doesn't mean to be like church people because it was church people who were the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Right. And Jesus spent a lot of time fighting against them. And they were the ones who were following the law of the land and upholding religious standards. And a lot of times those standards become oppressive and we come to follow the law and to beat the law into people mm -hmm. and we don't leave any room to love them. Right. And it's love that leads to Christ, right. not law. You need to love someone into sure. a relationship with God. You sure. can't law them into a relationship with God. So I understand why Christians get upset with me, and I'm not even calling them Pharisees and Sadducees, because I was that person that my identity was wrapped up in the law of my religion. And there's even a scripture that says, if you love me, you would follow my commandments. And I remember I taught this in um, Sunday school one time, and it took me, I was like, Jesus, this don't make no sense. Mm. Like, I don't understand why you would say these things. And I recognize that it actually, what the scripture is actually saying, if you know me, yeah. if you follow me, if you have a relationship with me, you wouldn't want to hurt me. Yeah. And sinning, going against what I have for you, which is really good. Yes. That then you would know, then you wouldn't want to do that because yes. you would love me that much. Yes. And that's what I think we miss. Like the point that you're making that we legalese people, we browbeat people yeah. into submission. But really, if you allow them to grow and foster a relationship, they wouldn't want to go against what the Bible says there because they understand God's heart and his intent and they wouldn't want to do anything to harm him. And that's why people get mad at me. To they grieve got mad at him. Me. Yeah, for Aska and for this and respecting people's mm -hmm. pronouns and all this stuff. But that's how you you that's the only way you can show your love to them. Yeah. And I honestly have come to terms with people not agreeing with me in a lot of things. And, and I, like, I'm OK with that. Be Go ahead. No, no. Finish. I was just, you know, uh, my relationship with God has has thrived even as my attendance in church had dwindled. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't because of celebrity. That was literally me and Alyssa talk about this all the time church as a whole doesn't mm -hmm. happen as much as it used to. Mm -hmm. I used to be in church five times a week. Um, Sometimes I miss it though, I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, I used to be, I miss church a lot this week. I really wanted to go. Um, b before the pandemic, I was on tour, but church in LA, even if I went every time, it only met on Sunday. Yeah, there was true. no Bible study, mm -hmm. was no night service. Night service kind of waned in popularity. We decided we ain't gotta be in here two or three times a week. So, um, and in the pandemic, you know, you know, church online it exists and I respect respect it, understand it, but it doesn't always feel like church sure. as I knew it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So for all those reasons, it's more important to me to have that relationship with God. And, but to know that people are on various walks of their life mm -hmm. and they might not see my life and recognize that as what they think a good relationship with God is like, but luckily God decides that not, not anybody else. Amen. Amen. Again, that was good. Uh, Malik Worrell's says what words would define this year for both you and kevin one word if i had one word I i'd one say wish. growth dang that was gonna be my word did you growth hear me or scale Rachel? growth hey i want to use another analogy here Go for I it. was talking about lifting weights. You know, oh. I used to be lifting with my brother Greg, and there was say, you know, I was listening to a podcast. Actually, I think it was Gay Hendrix podcast, Big Leap, and he was talking about how 
if you lift the same amount of weights, mm -hmm. eventually you're, you will not grow. You have to go past your level of comfort with a spotter or something because it's really when your muscles tear that they actually grow. You'd have to tear them with something like heavier or in a new way, mm -hmm. right? Doing the same exact thing, you will eventually plateau. Even though I did not plan for this year to be like this, none of us would right. have asked for a global pandemic to literally upset the foundational way we live our lives. Right. I would have to say that in my marriage, in my professional life, in my personal life, in my business life, the pandemic has unearthed stuff that wouldn't, wouldn't have been unearthed and allowed me to grow in all those aspects. And now, at first, it was the like, ugly part of like when you're about to plant seeds and you got to like till up yeah, the ground yeah. and you're just like, it's ugly and blah, blah, blah. That's what March and April and even May mm -hmm. felt like. It's just like, yo, this sucks. Yeah. Everything sucks. Everything I was doing, relationships are changing. Business is changing. I'm like, I, you know, I felt like I hadn't been on uneven ground if you want to take the analogy further. Mm -hmm. uh, but then I felt like I found my footing. Some seeds got planted. Some of that unearthed stuff got smoothed over. It rained and things are starting to really sprout and in a lot of ways uh things have happened better i was thinking about this today when i was driving here it's such a good time to the year of being able to spend time with you and the boys had like uh i don't want to say healed but like helped to like sure up some of those sure. relationships that were strained mm -hmm. because of touring like i'm you know <clears throat> in all these business podcasts they always talk about how like those years of building your business always cause a strain on your family mm -hmm. and your children and being home every day for the most part. Like now when we now Jojo be tripping when we leave for work. I know it used to only be when I was going to the airport. Now he'd be like, y'all leaving again. Like, said, bro, we're going Dad to the this office morning. Where y'all going? Where are you going? Where's daddy going? I was like, Joe, it's Tuesday. <laughs> okay. You know what happens on Tuesday. But there was the 90 days where we wasn't going nowhere. <laughs> So I'm grateful that this has happened, but growth is not linear and it is always, not always pretty. Yeah. And I feel like there was some ugliness that had to happen that allowed us to grow in the way we needed to. Um, I have three words because I never follow directions. Oh, now you now you don't want to follow the rules. I have it's one word, but like for each season okay because i feel like this year has actually had seasons so i would say the first the beginning portion of this year and with the announcement of the pandemic was fear i felt like that mm -hmm. was uh no i need to see okay girl uh okay i got it i was in a lot of fear because it was a lot of the unknown we didn't know what was going to happen what was up what was down what was left what was right like it was, there was a lot of fear yeah uh following the fear came acceptance and pivoting that was two words yeah. uh, <laughs> how many words you gonna do listen just let me answer the question where i want to answer the question uh so came acceptance and pivot and i think that happened again toward the middle of the year second quarter ish yeah and then i feel like right now is a season of leap yeah um i think after big leap big leaping but i couldn't say big so leap oh um <laughs> it is a season of <clears throat> ensuring that the framework for which you have established yourself is enough to support your next step 
mm-hmm. even if you're unsure of what the next step looks like. Yeah. And that's that's a lot of what's happening. If it's it's the it's the growth, it's the um it's the leap. It's the next step. It's moving. And it's so funny. I hate words like moving blindly because I do think there is some like, I don't know, maybe it's like the realist in me or the non kite in me. I don't know. That's always like, I mean, did I move blindly? Yes, but it wasn't all that blind because like I had knew I had did like A, B and C and then I was ready to take the leap. But it's like trusting that you've done the work necessary to confidently take the next step, even if you're unsure, like I said, of like what it's going to look like and where yeah. you're going to land. And so that's where I feel like I'm in. It's, it's still a lot of it's still scary. There's still a little bit of fear and hesitancy um, and definitely a lot of imposter syndrome. Uh, we were talking earlier, I don't know if I shared this on the podcast, that I was signed to Viral Nation, that agency, and the very first uh, campaign that they sent me, I sent the video off, and I I mean, immediate imposter syndrome washed over me. I mean, it was immediate. I was telling you and Joshua where I was like, they're going to drop me. They're going to think this wasn't enough. They're going to think that, why did we think we should sign this girl? She clearly doesn't know what she's doing. I mean, it was so like paralyzing. Like it washed over me quickly and very strongly. And it didn't really, it kind of subsided because I ended up talking to you. I even think I I talked to it about uh, Joshua, maybe before we turned the camera on one day before we were doing the podcast. And it wasn't until he was like, this is great. They loved it. You can post it that I was like, (gasps) Mm -hmm. it is the and so all of that is, again, just a season of like, you know, you're an artist. You're sensitive about your ish. Yeah, it's so interesting because it's not sensitivity just yet. I'm so sick of Washington folks calling me. Um, it's it's fear of not being people, enough. Not people from Washington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's oh, spam sorry. number from it's Washington. It's spam Washington. Yes. 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 Um, it is. Uh, oh, I was saying that I don't. I'm not quite sure that it's sensitivity as much as I'm. Uh, it, it's a fear of not being enough. It's a fear of not measuring up. It's fear. Oh, okay, I get that. that actually, not measuring up. You think I'm here, but when I actually show up, I'm here, and you're disappointed. Let me tell you what something about you, and we're gonna take a break in just a second. Okay. Melissa's sister Melanie is an executive. And she, listen, I sent her note. I sent her this movie that we're working on for notes, and she come like, on, Greg, and snap for your wife. She Yay. literally wrote some of the best notes ever. Like, I was like, I knew she was. I want to read it, but it was good. Melissa wrote notes, and she's not Melanie in the sense of having the verbiage of like the industry, but the same notes that Mel hit, Melissa hit those same notes, and Melissa ain't never gave notes on a movie script in her life. I haven't right. So I said all that to say, like, even when you don't have full confidence, Mm -hmm. you be you be on it. Mm -hmm. You might just not know how to explain what you're saying with the right verbiage, but your gut be like some ain't right here and some ain't right here. And this part don't make sense. Mm -hmm. And Mel might be like, this character is this, that and the plot point here. But the same thing is happening. And I just thought that was really impressive. And before we finish, let's take a quick break. Hey, yo, we want to tell you this episode and this erection is sponsored by Blue Chew. I'm hard right now. Hello? You hear me? I'm talking about big peen energy. 
during this, you know, holiday season, Melissa and I are taking some time off from the podcast. We're taking some time on to each other. And Blue Chew is the erection sponsor for me, Kevin, and little Kevin, who becomes big Kevin when he has Blue Chew. Listen, guys, there's nothing wrong with needing a little assistance. You know, just like LeBron has a chef, a nutritionist, your penis has a Blue Chew and gets him playing at his best. That was, I, you put that together. <laughs> you put that together. I am a proponent of using a little assistance so I can perform at my very best. Sometimes I'm dozing off, and this is like, hey, Kel, you want a little piece of butt? And I'd be like, mm-hmm, let me pop this blue chew, give me about a little bit, and I'm going to be in you in a little bit, and I'm going to be done in a little bit, and everybody is a little bit happier. Blue <laughs> chew is prescribed online by a licensed physician. So you don't have to go to the doctor. You don't have to be embarrassed about your situation. Don't be embarrassed, man. It happens to the best of us. I'm the best of us, and it happens to me. And you know, it's also made in the United States of America. And since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. And it comes discreet in your shipping. Your wife won't know. She won't care. Your kids won't know. Your neighbors won't know. Hey, Bob, what's up? Just grabbing a little package from a little package. All right, right now we got a special deal for our listener. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code LOVE. LOVE. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E, Chew.com, promo code LOVE, to try it for free. BlueChew is the better, cheaper choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast and the erection. And remember, when you support our sponsors, you support us as people. You make this podcast possible, so please be sure to use our promo code LOVE. LOVE. At BlueChew.com. And we're back. And we're back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Now we are back from our break. <laughs> uh, before we go to the next question, I want to okay. say something. Okay. Somebody on the Patreon said, I want to be able to give towards the app. And you know what I have been? No. Mm-hmm. No. No. I'm changing that tune for a short amount of time. Are you about to do this right now? No. No. Okay. I'm just saying that I'm going to change that tune. Um Part of that is, okay, here's here's a, a leap scale thing. Okay. The Patreon is so giving. So giving. We don't want that to ever be misconstrued. Correct. Part of it also is I feel like if I keep the relationship transactional, then people can't hold it over my head when they went above and beyond. Mm-hmm. So when they want to do more, I'm like, no, don't do this. And then when somebody in the Discord got mad, it was like, yes. Mm-hmm. Now I can point to that as a reason. Oh, my gosh. Esther Pearl was talking about that today. Not to want to do this. Yes. But the truth of the matter is it's hard to allow people to help because as they feel like they help you, you feel like, well, shoot, what if they don't want to help no more? Mm-hmm. What if we can't do this? What if they want control? And the bottom line is I think I'm going to change this tune for a, a short amount of time for a specific goal. Because I have a propensity, if you're in Patreon all the time, you know this, I allow a couple of negative people to ruin the good that a lot of people want to do. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't want the transactional relationship. And my, the thing that's dumb for me, I don't mind doing it for others. But when people do it for me, I'd be like, mm-mm. Yeah. You know, but now we have a cause that is worth it. And I have a moment in time where I'm like, let me let people do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that it can benefit other people and not allow people who don't get it or don't agree to stop what other people don't mind doing. Mm-hmm. And I'll just, you know, say that there because I don't want to rob people from helping when they want to help. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's help to be done. And if you don't get it or don't like it, that's okay too. Mm-hmm. You know, 
that's a kind of the, another thing that I learned this year, you know, going back to the original question. It was very freeing to get fried up and down on the internet. Right. To realize, hey, brother, you can do everything right, everything you think is right. If people want to be pissed, they're going to be pissed. Mm-hmm. And the more you try to do right, you sometimes you just they just going to want to be pissed. And having that happen and realizing like you there's a meme going around or not a meme but one of those quotes your your the image of me you created in your mind is not my responsibility right. i was like dang because i know my heart and my intentions and my motives and if you don't like that you are okay the world will continue to turn yep. around sally may will continue to collect that check listen no matter how i feel how you feel so as the songwriter said we going to be all right. We going to be Can you hear me? Right. Can you feel me? We going to be all right. Okay, next questions. Uh, did you get it all out? I did. Okay. Uh, next question. Miss C-D-O-L or maybe Miss C-Doll? Sure. What happens behind the scenes of growing a brand? We see the finished products most times, but what's happening off camera? It's so funny that she says that because part of the MKOS and the reason why I was so adamant about the behind the scenes is I strongly believe that people are interested on w- in what happens behind the scenes yeah because the fact of the matter is behind the scenes is messier and uglier than what you see in terms of a finished product listen me and melissa low-key got into it today why i'm gonna tell them oh i wasn't getting into it okay but i'm gonna tell them okay it was low-key very low-key I wanted to give a discount to the Patreon steep for Black Friday for the comedy show to show my love and adoration. I want you to be careful how you frame this. Why? I just want you to be careful how you frame it. No, it's not. So anyway, uh, I, (laughs) I gave a code and I thought Melissa said one thing. And I sent the email out. Melissa's on the Patreon. I totally forgot that, but that didn't matter because I wasn't trying to be sneaky. Nah, he be, yes, he do. No, I don't, girl. Mind your beeswax. He be saying stuff and he don't think I be hearing him on the podcast, but I do. You can continue. Do you really want to do this right now? (laughs) Here's what you don't see. You see very different people. The, The hardest part of the brand that you don't see is you see people who are in love and who are married who also must work together with one another. Like imagine you having to work with your significant other every single day. If one of you didn't be in this industry and you got to be married, what are you doing? I'm just looking at Joshua. Look at me, someone. Greg, what's up, man? What are you doing over there? <laughs> now I'll be looking at you, uh, Greg too. He'd be like. As we grow too, here's the thing that makes it even more interesting. We take on business partners and, and things like that. It takes a lot more professionalism and decorum. Honestly, you'd be feeling like a real job. Wait, what are you saying? Go back? I don't know. Oh. You said tread lightly, and I didn't know what I was going to mess up and say, so i kind of been thrown off ever since. Okay, well, yeah, go on not share the story. <laughs> oh, man, Greg messed up all the time, and I'd be like, bro, I can't fire him. I love him too much. <laughs> But when Greg is right, he always be super sassy and super stuff. But when he wrong, he be like, go on and fire me, Shaw. <laughs> go on, fire me, Shaw. <laughs> I told Lisa, I said, uh, they tell you not to hire family, but, or, you know, or friends. What? Go ahead. You saw a weird question? This. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> 
They asked for you. Did they? Yeah. Wait, the people yeah, or yeah. the host? The host. Really? Yeah. They're like, man, we're trying to get her on right before we started shooting. Uh, it's a lot of work behind the scenes. It's a lot of personalities to balance. It is difficult at times to be married to your wife and your business partner. Uh, so there. The question is, the question Kevin was just asking is, when is, Mel- when is Melissa going to be on ODH podcast? What's really, really, really funny to me is that I always feel that, first of all, I never think any of the people from All Deaf you, even you know. You tell me what ODH stands for. On these hosts. Okay. Okay. Um, I never think that they really even know who I am. Honest to goodness, I mean that. You really think that? Very sincerely, absolutely. And then to layer on top of that, and this kind of, okay, one thing at a time. Um, And then to have them be aware of who I am and then still want me on their podcast, it's kind of, I have a hard time reconciling that. And so it's just easier to be like, yeah, I know who I am. And what I was going to say in the midst of that is it goes back to a conversation we were having over the weekend where I was like, uh, Angel was like, Melissa, if you were popular, like, so what? What difference does it make? I was like, no, it's not that simple. (laughs) Because if I frame myself and I think of myself in a certain way and I assume the world sees me in the same way that I see myself and that is not the case, well, then who am I? What do you mean? Okay. If I see myself as whatever adjectives I used to get see myself and if your portrayal of me if your um it's portrayal is not the right word if your perception, perception is the right word Persephone uh if your perception of me does not align to the same adjectives that I would use to describe myself mm-hmm. then there's a disconnect that needs to be reconciled there's a disconnect there and so how do I reconcile that? Yeah. Like, who actually am I, you know? So are you mean who am I based on what you see yourself as and what people are under or what people are seeing you as? Like how they're interpreting right. what you are portraying? And it could be for good or bad. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm not mm-hmm. necessarily saying I see myself so good. People see me so bad or people see me so good and I think of myself so bad. Yeah. Either way the disconnect goes, it would be like, well, girl, everything has to stop. Because you need to figure out who you actually are. Why would people's perception of you change how you, how you feel like who you are to yourself? No, it would make me evaluate how I show up in the world of other people. Oh, okay. That it doesn't match the way that I either think that I'm showing up or the way that I intend. So Again, do you mean the way you think you're showing up, they wouldn't want you? They're, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't necessarily have to be good or bad. I'm not saying that. No, not that it's bad, but oh. like. This is who I think I am. Why would y'all want to book this person? Is that what you mean? Well, in this circumstance, yeah. it would be right. Something okay. more along those lines. Okay. And so it would be like, well, girl, I'm I'm unsure. I don't understand. And that's why I always have a hard time with, um, I listen, Tahir has actually said this on um, Zooming with the homies. He was like, Melissa, I keep trying to book Melissa on Zooming with the homies. And then she still want to be my friend every time. <laughs> <laughs> every time I see her 
I'm like, to hear, you know, I'm awkward and I don't want, I feel like I bring a certain energy and sometimes that energy is very serious. It's just very naturally who I am. So if I'm on this Zooming with the homies platform and everyone is having a good time and they're being, having fun and like, we're all light and levity. And then I come in with my serious self. Yeah, it but feels you also like have, you be on people's lives. You be all type of light. I and fun. know, but th- there's, a, you ain't going to be on there reading Bible scriptures. Yes, with, I am. You're not, you've done. When you were with Danny, you were as light as fun as she was in the beginning. Oh, was the stop. <laughs> I think you minimize yourself and your impact by doing that. Shut up, Greg. And you, and you don't allow the fullness of yourself to be out there and you decide for other people clearly you don't I really agree. know me you be uh, what i agree oh, okay i was like <laughs> I, that was so shocking that my brain was like hold up back up because usually i gotta keep going no 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 you can continue your thoughts yeah <laughs> but i feel like you decide people don't want you even when they do you decide oh you really don't want me let me just yeah, tell yeah, you yeah. no but i think people know what you bring to the table and they still want you and it's a disservice really to yourself and your brand to stop. What are you doing? That's the disconnect. What? What What you're explaining. What? Oh, man. I haven't cried on the love hour in a long time. Shut up, Greg. You're just over there looking like you're going to do something. Looking like, uh, looking like Florida. <laughs> Florida Evans? Wait, no, no, no. What state was supposed to t- flip and didn't? The, no. North Carolina? Forget it. It wasn't North Carolina. It's okay. The joke's over. Election's over. We don't have to talk about it. Dang it. I don't want to cry. And I'm not going to. You just diffused it. I did. I had to. You didn't feel your feelings. Because I actually really like this little pink little makeup situation. And we have like five different meetings after this. So I need to keep it together. Uh, the point is that. Um, you already cried. So you might as well just let no, it No, there is no you may as well. There's tears. No, I know, but they stayed sucked up (laughs) because we have a podcast to do and we have a meeting and then we have another meeting. No, we have a meeting, a podcast and a meeting. Okay. (laughs) I'm okay, Joshua. The tears have stopped in and I can say what I have to say without crying. That is that. No, I forgot the thought. The thought, the idea of, oh, and you, you did all that, and you, as soon as you came back, the tears was right there waiting. This is an honest moment. Okay. Let it happen. I have to ask myself if I'm ready to say it out loud. Hold on. Oh, shoot. After these messages, we'll be right back. Shoot. No, I just really, really needed it. No. Okay. This is actually a really honest moment. And it came to me in real time. This is it. Okay. Don't make me laugh. The idea of shut up, Joshua. (laughs) (laughs) He turned his back on the idea of. I wish I could say all the things going through my head right now without crying, but I can't. Okay. The idea of being back up. 
the idea of being seen fully and that being enough is to disconnect. Mm. That anyone, and I mean, we're talking about on these hoes, which is, I know it's a light podcast, but you'll still, still see the point. The idea that you would see Melissa, who's sometimes silly, more often than not, she's very serious. More often than not, she's very, um, you know, whatever, all mm-hmm. the things that I am. And you say, no, I see all of that. And that's who I want is the disconnect. Mm-hmm. So if I'm always, uh, we talked about this before. If I'm always thinking of myself as a DIY project, mm-hmm. a fixer upper. So I'm always looking at the flaws. Why would someone want someone who's so broken? Why would anyone want someone that has so many areas of improvement, as I like to call them? And someone's still saying, no, girl, come on this podcast. Come and do this. Come and do that. That's often the disconnect. And so it shows up for me as um, the imposter syndrome Mm -hmm. because I know those broken pieces i know those areas that i struggle with i can see myself you know fully and i'm always critiquing Ooh. and and you know what i mean what? you about made me cry so the, we were working with uh my grandma's house right trying to get it taken care of right and uh-huh. i was like greg can you go down there and fix it mm-hmm. and my brother was like why don't you just ask them they'll buy it as is mm-hmm and Greg was like, I was already thinking that, you know, and when you, we call the guy, he's like, I'll take it as is. Mm-hmm. Like, I know how to fix it. I know how to sell it. Like, in the broken, there's literally, I was sure. talking to Greg, and Greg was like, bro, I'm going to have to be down there for a minute if you want me to fix all this stuff. But I know how to do it. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be expensive. It's going to take some time. But to the right person, they can see the potential the potential mm-hmm. even like a mechanic you know right. and the god yeah they're both shape. the bible says the potter wants uh-huh. to put you back together again so Is what your bible said at the song i don't know you don't have to say i think it was tremaine hawkins but she know god um you yeah. you expecting to not have value in your current state you validate that right by telling people no right Clearly, you can't want me. Right. And people seeing past that, because also people see that in themselves as well. Uh huh. And they book you for like, nah, and it ain't even because you're Kev's wife. You know, mm-hmm. it'd be like, bro, like there's a lot of other people's wives who nobody cares about. Mm-hmm. They're not influencers. They're not nothing. Like when you sign Viral Nation, they're not booking you because you're Miss Kev on stage. Mm-hmm. They're booking you because you have your own thing that you bring to the table. And I think this has been my my greatest like hope for you. As you shake those shackles of fear and holding yourself back, what you can become when you like embrace the fullness of yourself, mm-hmm. it you you have like untapped potential. You literally can blow past me and blow past whatever you thought of yourself if you, you like allow yourself that. Because you can self-sabotage yourself and oh, it won't yeah. happen. Uh, and somebody less talented will be out there getting what's for you. Right. Because you, we be, you know, we are a group chat. Is our group chat. We'd be like, girl, look. 
This could be you. Who be doing that? Me, you, and Mel, and Greg. Man, I'll be doing that. In too. our personal group chat. Y'all be doing that, Greg? You be in there with us. Greg lying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anything else, Chow? Nah, go all there. Keep crying. No, I'm tired of crying. I did finish. You didn't finish. What did I say? Are you going on Zooming with the homies? I think you need a step in that direction. Tahir literally has been asking you for months. No, he stopped asking me. (laughs) But I need you to do that on your own. Are you willing to step (sighs) out of your shell as a a vote of confidence in yourself and your brand to go on Zooming with the homies as yourself? No, you're not. Uh, okay, is there anything else that you want to add? I don't remember what I was saying that I didn't I finish it. Because of my house. The, analogy of the, uh, the house. The house. You were talking about people seeing you as you are and that being enough, and that's what breaks you down. That's where you fight against yourself. Yeah, well, I, it kind of, again, just kind of goes back to the, um, the conversation that we were having. Obviously, I've been thinking about this conversation. We had a really good time in Napa, but I often replay conversations over and over and over again and overanalyze things. And so the the conversation of, um, well, why why is this a thing, and what don't you reconcile, or and why can't why doesn't have why does it have to hold so much weight? And um, the reason why is because of that. It forces me to look at myself in a way that I haven't before. It's literally been the lifelong journey of, you know, looking at myself um, in a more, in a way that's more reflective of a reality, not in like the shattered glass analogy that I often give. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's so funny too, because I'll, not often, every, whether it's an affirmation or a word spoken or whatever, it always hits me first before I share it. So the analogy of the the broken gra- the broken, broken glass. glass. Yep. You know why I keep on say grass. Taking up your whole full space. In the Taking up my full space. If you ever wanted to know um, the journey of Melissa, you can look at each of those, and it is quite literally captures a season. In so what's life. the season called? I don't know because I haven't come up with the video yet <laughs> to figure it out. It might be called "It's the Clip for Me." <laughs> It's probably not called that, but to, it's the me for me. It's the me. I'm not quite sure what I would call this, but there's definitely um, there is a campaign, so to speak, that follows me through each season of my life, and Hold they're on, usually Tahir's calling me for. Re- I don't know why. Just call me earlier, man. Hey, Tahir, what's up? What's up, buddy? How you doing? Good. Nothing to hear. You're live on Thank the Love you Hour. So much for joining us today. Hey, hello, everyone. Hello. We were just, you know, saying hello. And just wondering, like, as you're booking Zooming with the homies, you know. He's going to. We're loving you. And just saying, keep on booking who you're booking. No reason to book anybody you hadn't been thinking about booking or anything like that. Okay. No, to here. Stop. You know so annoying. Stop. This is what's annoying. No. This is what's annoying. Hold on. This is what's super annoying about both of you. Is that if someone calls me and makes this phone, I would be like, Who? <laughs> Who do you want me to book? I'm so. Why would you call me so randomly? And the fact immediate to hear immediately was like, oh, 
this is about Melissa. I got it. We're going to go there. It's super annoying. <laughs> to hear, just keep doing what you're doing, man. Enjoy your 7 Eleven hot dogs. I love you. Don't do that. Don't get off my phone. <laughs> Melissa, what you She's not coming on to hear. I just put her up on the spot. They're putting more mob stuff in the comments. What are those? That's oh, the here's that the here's uh, thing. Okay, to hear your your uh um, what is it called? Uh, Mobster. Yeah, your mobs. Well, the, I'm thinking of like your fan army. They're in our comments right now. Oh, okay. the more mob. They want you to come on the show. They want you to come on the show on Monday. <laughs> All right, to hear we'll, she's still a work in progress. Love you. All right, bye. Uh -uh. <laughs> he said that he got a specific date in mind. The thing about you that I like, I don't know if this moment has clashed because Melissa will do this and to hear what we'll book her and she'll still be like, no. <laughs> uh, w this is the truth for you. Someone and said I racial slur. Yes. Wait. When it clicks for you. That's true. You never go back. No, that's true. When you, it takes a while, and you yeah, always do it at your own while. pace. It's much slower than I would want for you. But in our relationship, once it clicks, and you, especially if you made a campaign of it, or if you like make it a thing, you do. It's like, all right, that's it. Yeah. Like it literally clicks into place, and it's just like, all systems go. I am all systems go. This didn't click in place. <laughs> all systems off. This is actually a terrible idea. I close everything. Close every. Close the door. Which door? Every door. Why would you guys let me do this unannounced? Are you crazy? So I look forward to whether. I mean, obviously, Zoom with the homies is a very small thing. But the more important thing is like that's why low key I was rooting for the name change. You were, but you weren't trying to act like you were. Because you were. I don't want it to come across as I'm pushing you away. Yeah. But I'm more concerned with you finding your own place in the world than you making sure I'm good. I Like, think, I'm out here. Yeah, I think what's so funny is I was really encouraged by the um, by the comments, to be honest, of people being like, it's not that big of a deal, do it, don't do it, whatever. Some people are heavily for it, but even still in the discourse, I'm here for discourse that's still very respectful. Yeah. You don't have to agree with me, but just don't disagree with me disrespectfully. Right, you know? right, right, right. Um, and, and I'm here, someone actually had a really... <laughs> it's the click for me. Yeah, it, for real though, that's that good. was good. That's good. Uh, someone uh, actually gave a critique of me in the comments on one of the videos and I was like that stung but it wasn't rude <laughs> really you, yeah yeah no it was a very valid critique I didn't delete it because I was like it was valid and it wasn't rude you weren't coming from because some people just be like yeah 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 they come for your neck and they talk yeah, out the side of theirs right so guess what you can do uh, go away anyways I was going to say this other stuff but anyways and so I left it it's still there to this day I can tell you all which video it's on but it's still there well, tell me after okay um, I think I told you. Anyways, the point is that um, I, I am here. I forgot where I was going, but I am here for like mm. the growth and I and the ability to disagree with me. I think for the name change, that's what we were talking about. I kind of walk myself back there. Uh, I think for the name change, it will occur internally before I just change the name. Kat just said that it's not a name change that needs to happen. It's a mindset change. Correct. Because you can have the mindset change and keep the same handle. Right. Or you could change the handle and not have the mindset change. Right. And and both are important. And that, well, the most important thing is that you have your own mindset. Right. Because you could walk in all things Miss Kev on stage with the same name. Right. 
if your mind is there and that's, or change it if right. your mind is there. And that's where I feel like I'm at. I, I don't have a conviction about it. It's just not that important to me today. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so with that, I'm staying still. And I think that's fine. As I um, fill up that space, as I do the things that I want to do and whatever, maybe I'll, it'll come with the stronger conviction and I want. But right now, it's just not. Um, and I think it's also okay to be like, Okay, girl, we're going to give you the time, but we'll also be here for you when you do change it. Right. I think that's okay as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, anything else? Uh, no. I'm uh this I think a lot, if we if you're ever in doubt of an episode, the Patreon questions is a good way. Yeah, that was a fun episode. I enjoyed it. Fun and light. And we still have a lot of questions unanswered, so we can come back to those. No, next week we're going to have No, no not, ne- not next oh. week. I'm just saying if you're ever in a tough spot, Got you. it's a it's an easy way to build an episode. Yeah, I feel like my mind hasn't been able to come up with this because I've been worried about so many other things here lately. I've like just. Have you thought about having a producer help? I, I do need one. Because you literally, I don't, you have a much harder job than us. Yeah. Us, me, me, Angel, Josh, mm-hmm. for the other podcast. All of these other podcasts are literally. Showing up. Sh- they, the co- the internet gives us the copy. Yeah. Gives us the stuff. Right. Dear Kev, they gave us the question. Here's the thing. They give us the stuff. It's a sports podcast. The sports give you the stories. The love hour, you literally have to generate. Like, I would not be able to think of that all the yeah. time. I was going to go live actually during the book club today. And I was like, I need a minute to try to, like, gather my thoughts and figure out. Because I was going to go one way. And then it was just kind of a lot going on. So, anyway, yeah, I've been thinking about it. I think when Becca gets here, yeah. I, I, I am going to. Yeah, I'm going to um, lean in, not just for this. I've also been thinking about the MKOS stuff and who I want. And I need to like kind of formulate what I want yeah. that to really look like. And so that's been heavy on my mind. And then we got the brand. So it's just. It's a lot to personally generate yeah, all the time. My brain's a little tired. And um, also your talent more than you've ever been. Yes. And you're feeling like, you know, you doggone shoot all day Saturday or Friday and Saturday. All day and then you come home Sunday. Your son wants to watch Mandalorian. Next thing you know, it's Monday. You're shooting all day Monday, and you got to pack us on Tuesday. Yeah. You've been going since Thursday. Yeah, it's been a lot. So anyway, yeah, I definitely want to do that. With all of that said, we will be back um, <clears throat> for the Patreon live on Friday at 10. You guys will go live, I guess, at 1130. We'll text Angel. Yes. You got to Angel that information. Um, and we will have uh, Steve-On Lewis back. You're going to be all up in your life, too. And we will be talking about um, imposter syndrome. And I have to get my, yeah, Joshua, I think I want <laughs> you to have a mic this episode. <laughs> so going to get you it You and ready. Josh should do it together joshua we really should and do i'll it. be on the i'll be behind joshua be sends me stuff and i'll be like why would you send this to me why would you want me to have a bad day why would you want me to be attacked like this on this day all right we right gotta now? go we got a meeting in all right so minutes. thank you guys so much for joining us for today's love hour episode uh we'll be back like i said on friday until the very next episode thank you guys so much for your support please make sure that you continue to support our sponsors that goes a really 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 long way and we greatly appreciate <laughs> Um, you using our codes and all of that. Like I said, it really does go a long way. So we always appreciate that. And thank you for rocking with us for as long as we have. Until the next time. Bye. Bye.